Okay, so welcome to episode seven of No Jacket. Potato acquired. <laughs> um, so today, Abid's going to do the, the the sounds, the, the the music. Yep. So that is the beatmaster. That sound signals the end of the introduction and the beginning <laughs> of um, annoying really quickly. <laughs> Of corrections. Uh, yeah, well, uh, we have. So as we, we always start with corrections. Yeah, I've, I've, got, co- I've got some I've written down this time. Go on, then you go go first. Um, but there's also one like callback to episode one. Okay, go on then. When we did burgers, mm-hmm. there's a Shake Shack now in Hong Kong, obviously. Right. Yeah. So I went there. You went? Yeah. Oh. So good. you waited two hours. I waited for quite a long time. Yeah. Right. But I was drunk. <laughs> Were you on your own? No, I was with the man who was drunk. <laughs> we uh, we got off a, a junk boat, and you know that pulls up at IFC. Oh yeah, yeah. And we're like, let's get burgers. So it was good. So yep, that was you know. So where's the correction? <laughs> oh no, I'm just saying it's an interesting point. <clears throat> um, the para- Paralympics does stand for Parallel Olympics. Does it? Yeah. It's not paraplegic. Or <laughs> That's not really PC. It stands yeah. for Parallel Olympics. Okay. Uh, okay, what else? Oh, this is an important one. 22 Ships was not designed by Ben McCarthy and Sean Dix? Rose. Is it no, Sean it was Neri and Hugh. Oh, is it? Yeah. Okay. So, I just so feel like I direct a lot of uh, credit towards two or three designers. Yeah. And um, I got that one wrong. It's Neri and Hugh. Okay, it's Neri and Hugh from, from Shanghai. It's not on their website. Yeah, they're probably ashamed of it. But it's on 22 Ships website. Do you know what? Do you know, I think I know who designed it. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I think uh, Tony probably designed it then. Oh, that Tony, right. Yeah, That's yeah, cool. yeah. Hipster Tony. Yeah, cool. Oh, yeah. And now you can do the sound. <laughs> <laughs> that should be the sound of corrections, isn't it? Okay. Yeah, it's the correctional sound. <laughs> so we just, just jump into it. Mm-hmm. This week's topic mm-hmm. is dim sum. Oh, man. Dim sum, dem sum. Oh. Okay, so we're going to Stanley Street, Loku? Uh, no, we're not. Okay. So, the reason why I picked this is... It's called Lo- Loku? Loku tea, tea House, yeah. Yeah, it's famous, isn't it? Um, City the reason- Hall? Are we going to City Hall? Can you just let me finish? <laughs> um, which three dim sum places have you ever been to? <laughs> I've been to all of those. I'm missing one. And I hate all of them. <laughs> okay. Full disclosure. Oh, I know where we're going. We're going to Moncock to the only Michelin-starred uh, dumplings in... No, we're not going to that Shit. one. We're not, we're not going to that one either. Okay. Well, I'll just shut my big mouth and listen to the story. Okay, here's the thing. Okay, so people who know me, and pretty much everyone who listens to this knows me. Because you're aware we, we Well, beyond that, um, no one who doesn't know us doesn't listen to this, because why would they? Is I don't like dump dim sum. I don't like it. I just okay. don't like it. I've never liked it. I'm a kind of, I'm like almost a hater. You're a hate, I mean, yeah, but... And I just don't get it. I don't get why people like it. Actually, this might be the one food that we've covered so far that you can't say it's cheaper overseas and I can't believe you have to pay that much That's money why I'm for something in Hong Kong. This is why I'm bringing it up. Oh, okay. okay. So this is... So you've picked something in Hong Kong yeah. that is supposed to be affordable Yeah. and to try and, it and isn't, get to the it, it is affordable. Yeah. <coughs> Just to avoid criticism of like the other reason, the other name we could have called this show, things are cheaper overseas, right? <laughs> which is a, which is a healthy criticism. 
and unerringly accurate. I think, and but valid. It's valid, but uh, yeah. So we're trying to trying to get away from that a little bit. It's a bit of a lazy crutch that we do. Um, we we do it. Okay, do I do it. All right, I do it uh, because you know things like that question of how much yeah. really really bothers me um, not because I'm obsessed with money but like just a general no, sense it's of it's because you're one of those travellers who just wants it to be all like authentic <laughs> yeah I'm one of those dickheads yeah um, anyway according to Quora do you ever read Quora the website I didn't know it existed okay Quora is like Yahoo Answers but for mental people so you have things like one of my favourite questions that I googled the other day was is India better than Pakistan oh wow and I someone answered it <laughs> Wow, that's awesome that people have time to like. Uh, yeah, and also, is Mel arbitrary. Gibson racist? The answer to that was amazing. I think you'll find that one on Yahoo. <laughs> <laughs> so, Quora, and I asked Quora, what is dim sum? What is a dumpling? So, like I said, dim sum is, part, is a form of dumpling. The dumpling family is quite big. It's a it's a huge family. Really? The dumpling family. <laughs> Well, hang on. That was, was Noki in it? Noki is in it, yes. Yeah, but you could probably guess some of the other ones then. Well, I'm just curious of like what came first. Because dumplings in some format exist in lots of different cuisines. Mm. You know, Japanese, Japan's got the gyoza. gyoza. Yeah, you've, that's two that I've, yeah. I, yeah, and I was going to name. And there's all the raviolis and all that kind of stuff in Italy. And uh, There's Momo from Nepal. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah. Then there's wonton, which is like the, the soaked soupy yeah. dumpling. And then you've got empanadas from South America. Okay. So, yeah, it's a kind of... And pierogi, of, of the very famously, what from Europe. Cornish pasties? Is that a kind of dumpling? <laughs> Not necessarily, no. But in the right shape. And I don't think... I don't think samosas included scale. in that either. No. But um, pierogies are... Yes, pierogies are kind of like the European version of it. So, yeah, like... Cora... I mean, I don't know how strongly you want to take Quora's definition of what this is, because Quora also says that 9-11 was an inside job. <laughs> so, so, it wasn't. I've seen some videos on YouTube. It, it wasn't an inside <laughs> job. Um, so take, it, take that with a pinch of scepticism. But generally speaking, I think that seems to be the general point, that you know, there's different types of dumplings, and dim sum was a type of dumpling. So what is the definition of a dumpling? Oh, sorry, dim sum. Ben. I don't know. Hang on. I just realised I put a bottle of wine in the freezer. You having a froze, eh? Okay, so sorry. Um, uh, yeah, so definition of what a dim sum is. Well, um, I thought dim sum was the meal. So, like, let's go for... <coughs> the occasion, you mean? Yeah, the occasion. Well, this is the thing. I don't really know. That's either. how people say yum cha. Right. Drink tea, apparently Drink tea, that translates right. to. Right. But in Australia, they say yum cha, but it's the same thing. It's as the same. It's the occasion thing, right? That's what I thought. I didn't know you could have... I thought... It, what's that... You know about words. If one's <laughs> a noun is a thing, <laughs> right? I thought dim sum was an occasion, not a noun. <laughs> well, the thing is, in my, in, in, my, in my research, I kind of possibly agree with you that it's an occasion. Right. I think um, the other thing you've done well is, from my understanding of it, mm. is it's kind of it's a working class food. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. have to be fancy. No, it doesn't. Yeah, it's 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 a it's a it's the people's food, and right? It's a that, street like, food. This podcast is not about fine dining. No, it's not even <laughs> about dining. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's more about whining. Yeah. Um, so, what did, does your research uh, indicate? What time of day it should be eaten? Uh, no, it doesn't. But then this is something that Emma, who's not here by the way. Uh, Emma, Emma kind of corrected me again. This is something I didn't really know. 
in in the local uh, sense, dim sum is a morning thing, right? Yeah, it's morning, maybe lunch, but it's not a night. It's not. <coughs> but in evening. the west, it's it's, tw- it's whenever you want it. Well, yeah, and it can be quite fancy. Right? It can be a deep, an evening thing. Yeah. Um, and also in here as well, it's becoming more so because like places like Duddles and yeah, a few a other few places, which are fine dining. There's dim also sum. some awesome twenty four hour ones that I've had been to right. on many a night out. Right. When it starts to get, a, you know, <coughs> that's when you have goes past right? a kebab. Right. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Uh, all right. So well, just quick definition. It's. Um, a Cantonese style of dumpling, like we said earlier, um, so it's a catch-all term, and it's a small dish of steamed or fried savoury dumplings containing various fillings. Um, so yeah, it's a, it's quite a nebulous term though. It can be it can cover a lot of things, um, but yeah, generally speaking, it's a small fried, right, or even steamed. So what I'm proposing mm-hmm. is we try dim sum this week. Awesome, I like dim sum. I'm in. So I looked up a list of the best places in Hong Kong. Like I said, this this is Hong Kong speciality. So the best places in the world for dim sum are here, right? That's probably one in New Zealand. <laughs> um, best everything's in New Zealand. Best everything is brilliant in New Zealand. Um, anyway, but the best dim sum arguably so is they here. Call it yum cho brew. Yum cho brew. Um, and the list that I've. Uh, Google's telling me that there's about seven that come up all the time. Okay. Um, actually, there's six, and I've added one. Din Tai Fung. Okay, I've heard of that. Okay, so that's, I think it's Taiwanese, Taipei. It's from Taipei. Okay. Um, I don't think we should go there as a suggestion to go and review because it's too busy. Okay. Um, Dim Sum Library. Oh, that's love that name. Emma didn't like that. So that's the guy who did Manwa um, in the Mandarin Oriental, which is quite famous. Again, I don't think we should go there because it's probably going to be really busy, and I don't know if that's a necessarily an average type of dim sum experience. Yeah, exactly. Um, Ye Shang Shanghai, which is kind of dim sum plus Shaolin Bao. I've been there actually. I went there a couple of weeks ago, and. I'll be honest with you, I can't remember eating anything. <laughs> Good one. Um, so maybe we'll not go there. That's in Kowloon side. No, definitely not. Probably not go there. Um, <laughs> Hing Noodle, which is in Thai Cook Choi. Not going there because I don't even know where Thai Cook Choi is. But I presume it's New Territories. And that can fuck right off because we've got lives. <laughs> Yay Noodle. No. No. And then Xiao Fei Society. We're not going there because it's in Lan Kwai Fong. Oh, this list is so long, man. And then what? You just added the one you wanted to go to. And the one I added was Crystal Jade, but you don't want to go there because no. Crystal Jade is the best restaurant in Hong Kong. Is that dim sum? It does do dim sum. It does do Xiao Ling Bao. It's Xiao Ling Bao. I think we need to go somewhere more like... Well, we're going go to we're gonna go, class. We're going to go to somewhere called Paradise Dynasty. Why can't we just go to somewhere easy for lunch? There's thousands of dim sum restaurants. Yeah, but to be honest with you, do you know what the names are? Look, I'm welcome. I'm happy for you to suggest places. Once you've done your research and you suggest a cuisine type. It's difficult for me if I don't know what the the, the topic is. Because every time you burn me, you just do a... Well, maybe if I burn you, I'll do this. Because you need to call the police. It's a Burns unit. <laughs> That'll be the ambulance, wouldn't it? So, through the magic of editing, uh, we're now going to talk about our review of Ho Choi Seafood Restaurant. Ben had the brilliant idea. 
which we subsequently went to, of going to a place that was local. It was a super sort of local place. And yeah, it's super normal. There's yeah. no, nothing too fancy. Nothing too fancy, right? But I think that's what you want. You want the ones with that's, the big lazy yeah. Susans and like you can just walk in off the street. With yeah. the, there's no fuss. Yeah. It's not a fancy. They're all over town. An authentic experience. Yeah. Apparently there are five or six of them. Uh, but the one we went to is on Devo Road. And mm. just right opposite Sighing Point MTR station. So the exact address, 118 Connaught Road West. So what did you eat? We had the, the, the white people, like, greatest hits. Right. <laughs> we didn't stray too far from the menu. <laughs> All right. Hargel, that's yep. a go-to. Solid. Yeah. yeah. Silmai. Yep. What was that again? That's uh, a little pork dumpling with uh, the, uh, the yellow one. The orange. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah. one that came last. Uh, then we had Chasu Bao, the steamed pork bao. Very good. That yeah. was good. Uh, then we had Silong Bao. Yep. With the soup inside. Yep. Which you burst two out of two. Two out of two. Fail. Consistent. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, then we had Za wonton, which is like fried wontons, which is like Ooh, almost good. crisps. Wasn't good. Then, oh, speaking of crisps, I've got crisps. Yes. Okay. okay. Hang on. I will finish the menu and then I'll get the Cheetos. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um... Then we had Chun uh, Gin, which is uh, spring rolls. Again, not great. And I've missed something. Broccoli and garlic. We had that was very good. Veg. That was really good. That was really good, yeah. I've, okay, I've got, I've got to say, I've never really been a fan of dim sum generally. But I will say, it, it, it was generally... Okay, the, the fried stuff was just, just not good. I love it. Spring rolls was rubbish, and I then love it. and then the wonton was. You didn't eat them. So good you had take, one, and you didn't eat the other one. I ate, it, I ate my half. <coughs> Did you? And then I had like the, the wonton is like just one shrimp, like yeah. folded in this massive, massive thing, lots of phyllo pastry. It's like Jesus it's like Christ, brilliant. It wasn't. And then, but, and then the Come actually first, the, the, the best one was the soupy one. The, the silamba, yeah, yeah. The silamba is always the best. Right. Everyone's favorite. And then and then the bun, the the yeah, the bao, the bao, the bao, yeah. Barbecue. So yeah, overall, I was just like, eh, it's a bit bland, isn't it? I don't, I don't agree. I just, and also, like, I thought it's, all, it's it's very rich. If anything, it's like got so many flavors. No, it just all tastes so fried. Many textures. And like, th- that's something you can't take away. Is the textures in dim sum are confronting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they are. Um, so yeah, overall, I I just thought it was. I, it didn't change any. Um, it didn't. It didn't move the needle. I, I, I'm disappointed. I thought maybe just having a, a, work, a working class experience would bring you around. Because out. I'm a working class hero. That's right. I mean, um, maybe we should have ordered a Ching Tao with lunchtime. Maybe that would have been better. I meant a blue girl. We should have had a blue girl with lunch. <laughs> That's very local. So yeah, that actually neatly gets us into the next one. So number three, price. It was two hundred seventy-two dollars. And that translates as £26.35 if you're British. And it's $34.67 if you're American. So we didn't order drinks, though. We only drank the tea that is complimentary. Yeah, so there's no booze there. So that's 15... It's like... Yeah, it's about 15 bucks each, US. Bargains. Come on, mate. What do you get for 15 <coughs> No, I mean, it is. It is a bargain. For, for Hong Kong, experience. it is a bargain. Yeah. So it, it, it's a winner in terms of... And it was a lot of food, and we didn't finish all of it. Yeah. Yeah. So it was it was really filling, and, um, you know, it's it's a bargain. And the quality was really high, okay. even though it was just really boring, um, got to say. That's just on... That's on you. Like, yeah. no, I, no one else agrees. Okay, so here's number four, service. 
Oh, zero out of ten. Zero. <laughs> no, they. But this is a really odd place because they had like everyone's on headsets. They weren't zero. There's like, but I just, I don't, I don't have the ability to decipher the hierarchy. There's like four different uniforms. Yep. There was white jacket, purple jacket, black jacket, and red jacket. I also think this is like given that. I've already shown the extent of my Cantonese. Yeah. Like, <laughs> if I had a little more, maybe we'd be able to get through, navigate the, like, the service, you know, get the best yeah. out of it. Um, all right, so now we can talk about stuff that we actually know stuff about. Decor. I thought it was awesome. I love it. Okay, let's just because describe, it, describe it for the people at home. <laughs> it's a lot of gold. It's massive. This yeah, place is massive. It's, it's on, like, the second floor of a really tall building, but they have this internal glass dome. Yeah. And in the other half of the restaurant, they have sharks painted on the ceiling, yeah. like you're underwater. Yeah. There's, like... like Dragon, there's dragons and peacocks yeah. and shit. There's, yeah. like... There's a lot of gold everywhere. Gold, yeah. The, yeah. There's carpet. Mm. There's, so, uh, it's, like a ba- it's like a wedding banquet place. Yeah, yeah. there's foldable walls, yeah. so they can make the restaurant bigger or smaller. Mm. It's It's awesome. It's very. It's also very clean and organised. It's not a grubby joint. So number six, would you, who would you, who would you go with? Uh, you go with anyone, right? Yeah, but to be honest, I, I think two is not enough to really milk the the lazy the, Susan. Yeah, the dim sum benefits. It's right. a, it's a group thing, right? Yeah, yeah. It's, of it's, it's, I think it's supposed to be a family gig. Yeah, right? It's a family restaurant. So yeah. you go with it's your, family, colleagues, everyone, right? Yeah. So it's a, those big groups. Your grandma, your aunt, yeah. Your Actually, kid, I will say that's one nephews. of the things I like about dim sum is you do eat it with other people. Yeah. And it's a communal thing, and it's like it's, and it's supposed to be shared. And, yeah. And yeah. you don't even have to order. No, <laughs> and you don't. You could just you could just hide. Yeah. So I yeah I'd go there with the family with, <laughs> with the extended family. All right. Uh, number seven. Would you go back? I know what your answer is because you've been there loads of times. I would go back because I think I wouldn't go on my own, which you probably would. Um, but I would I would go back purely because it's com- it's a nice nice communal. Do you know what this probably is the most positive review we've ever done. Yeah, out of nowhere. Yeah, out of nowhere. Yeah, and then the last it's one. Also, it's a place to legitimately drink Blue Girl at breakfast time. One thing you hated, one thing you loved. I hate the noise. Like it is a noisy. Like, it's business people throw like the cutlery around like like it's a. Com- Competition, right? It's yeah, and it is like just the shattering and like the also the noise that that it then becomes competitive to get your voice heard. You have to shout over mm. everyone else, and uh, there's a lot of yeah noises that I don't really like. But um, so what did you love about it? I liked a lot of the dumplings. I, like they're the not anything special either, and it's not like the city's burst dumplings. They're just run yeah. of the mill. They're just solid, yeah. and they're they're great. Yeah, solid. Yeah, I would say. I'd, pro- I'd reverse that. I'd like, uh, I would start with the thing I loved. I think I loved the fact it was a big communal restaurant, good price, like there was a good atmosphere in there. That's a plus for me because, you know, you're really in the, the heart of, like, sort of Hong Kong culture. Um, the one thing I hated, I would say probably the service. Not because it was bad, but because it was so weird. It was hard for us to engage with the service. Yeah, it was like, no, there's no, the yeah, we have like different people and it was all a bit throwaway and I always get a bit mechanical. going there without Cantonese speakers. Yeah, I mean, but that's a, mi- it's a minor gripe. Yeah. It's a minor gripe. But if I was going to pick something, it would be that. So, all right. So, overall? Oh, I mean, four out of five. They're solid four. I think they're great. So, yeah, I'd give, I'd give that. I'd go with that. Okay, yeah, 80%. Yeah. yeah. I, I think this is the most positive review we've ever given. All right, brilliant. Yeah, there you go. Dim sum. Thumbs up. Oh, ace. Um, oh, the guest, guest, guest. We have to do feature gin. This week's feature gin. 
Tu mets un Gordon. Is. It's Roku Jin Select Edition from Japan. It's from the Santori Corporation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But this one, I mean, there's a few. Oh, Jap- wait. I wanted to it's made Japanese in Scotland. One. Is it? Yeah. Well, that's, it says, um, that's annoying. It's produced and bottled in Japan, but the company office thing address is Glasgow. I bought it in Europe, so maybe that's a. Where does it say it's bottled? It says it's bottled in Japan, it's produced in Japan, but it says there's a company in Scotland, there are addresses in Scotland. There was two of them. I was gonna buy, I wanted to buy a Japanese one. The other one was called Jinzu. Jinzu? Yeah, it sounds a bit... Racist. Just a bit lazy. Uh, so I um, didn't get that. And also Jinzu is um, bottled in England. I thought, well... Wait, is it gin, you ha- gin has to be from the UK? No, that, well, slow gin has to be from slow town or whatever... Slow, right? No, you just made that up. That's bullshit. Yeah, dickhead. <laughs> Do you really think that? I don't know, man. London, okay, London dry gin ah, has Plymouth. to be made in no, Plymouth gin. Yeah, there's, there's two types of gin, right? No, but the, the Dutch have a, a version of gin, which is fucking disgusting. Um, but it's yeah, because it uses juniper berries or whatever. That's what gin is. And it's called Dutch gin. I know, but the Dutch gin is totally different. You sure it's not like Irish coffee? Do you, do you ever, like, your <laughs> producer here, you should fucking Google this and then like, correct us or something. If you're that bothered. There is Dutch gin! <laughs> but this Dutch gin is totally different. Emma should have a microphone for this. <laughs> This has been educational. We're like four gins in there. (laughs) All right, anyway. Okay, so anyway, Roku gin. Uh, Doesn't Roku mean five? (laughs) I don't know. Five gins. Is it? Six. Six gin. Six gins. That's about right, isn't it? How many have we had? I feel... I'm four in. But surely there's a number for six gins and it wouldn't be Roku. Right? Producer Emma? So Roku's Japanese for six? Yeah, but numbers in Japan don't work like they do in English. Like six, the number changes depending on what you're talking about, what oh, you're so counting. Word, okay, 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 I get it. So I don't know if six bottles of gin would be actually Roku. It might be another. Anyway, cool cool little Cool segue, yeah, nice well one. Yeah, awesome. <laughs> uh, okay, so Psychic Ben, Psychic Corner. Right. This week, we're talking about Space manufacturing. Okay. In the future... Do you mean outer space or do you mean like, you know, big box, like space? You're making more space? Yeah. No, I mean manufacturing things off planet. Okay. Okay, go. All right. Okay, so like I was watching this TV show in Australia mm-hmm. about space because I like space. Okay. And it was like a non-Star Wars, it was non... It was fact, non-fiction. So it's non-sci-fi. Non- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and have these guys on the show. So it's not my idea. Right. But this guy was like talking about how... None of these ideas are ever your ideas, are they? Some of them are. Okay. Like the, his one. The more questionable ones. Why, don't, why do planes have to bank when they turn? Why can't they just turn like cars? Mm. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah. What, what? Is it just because they can or do they have to? 
Air resistant? Mm. I just, I, it's really disorientating. Like, because you don't know you're turning. You look out the window and it's like straight down. You know, I never thought. It's, it's got to be air, air resistance, right? You, you, you probably can't turn because of air is wind resistance. Something I don't know. Anyway, good. Good, 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 good segue. segue. So, good, um, true, true, true story. Space right. manufacturing. Yeah. So this guy on this TV show, right? I don't remember his name. I don't remember the TV show. <laughs> <laughs> it, okay, let's not dwell okay. on accuracy. All right. But his point was like, the world is our world where we live, and mm-hmm. it's beautiful. Yeah. And there's loads of things here, but why are we messing it up by creating mess? Why don't we do all of our manufacturing? Off world. Out. Yeah. Outside of the environment. That's a good. That's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. But no, like, furthermore, we could. I, be I presume they haven't done it because of expense. We could be mining other planets. Like we're going to run out of some resources. Right. Let's just take what other planets... Like, because no one lives there. Okay. You, that's, Mars is way okay. bigger than Earth. There's got to be more. This isn't iron. new. This is new. This is basic. But this I is basic science science fiction. But I want to put it. To your, to you, okay. To your small view of the world, All of right. celebrity culture, view that through the lens of cinema. That's how you. See okay. <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay. So why haven't we done it? Is that the question first? Yeah, and also like, what do you see the biggest obstacles? Like, what do you Cost. see standing in the way? Cost. Because we haven't done it so far, because. It costs a lot of money to send stuff. Okay, we're going to go back to Elon Musk, all right? Yeah. So we talk t- we Elon talked Musk. about Elon Musk earlier, bef- off 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 air, off air, and what a douchebag he is. But his basic idea, not his car company, but his space company, SpaceX. His basic idea is actually a sound, kind of genius idea. He he will get reusable rockets. The cost of launching a satellite or anything out into space has gone down markedly, right? So even Bangladesh, which, nominally speaking, is a country that's very poor. Even Bangladesh. I mean, look, my parents, I can say that. So, you know, it's nominally speaking, it's a very poor country, but it just sent up recently a a satellite. Even New Zealand can set up a satellite. They've done it, right? Oh, brew! I've got a space satellite, brew! They're the um, newest company to join the space Yeah, trip. so everyone can set up, set up, send up satellites now because of SpaceX, because they made it less than... It used to be a case of, like, it'd be billions and billions of dollars, because you have to go through three people. There's a Chinese, you go through the Russians, or you go through NASA. Or maybe the Europeans will let you do it as well. Um, but now, there's, like... SpaceX, there's Blue, whatever they're called, the one that Jeff, Jeff Betts also run, uh, owns. And it's hundreds of millions now. Well, Richard Branson's one. That's actually tourism. Oh. That's not sending satellites up. So, it. shall I tell you about this article that I read on space.com about mm-hmm. a bold plan to revamp off-Earth manufacturing? In theory, I think it's a brilliant idea, but like in practice, all of these things are reliant on cost coming okay, down. Check this out. Go on, then. Uh, I'm paraphrasing because it's too long and I didn't read the whole thing. But basically, <laughs> <laughs> there's this kind of like, there's like Wait, an optical I give you fiber? A, warning, a warning for this. Yeah, inaccuracies <laughs> ahead. <laughs> 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 They're like they've made this optic fiber right. on the space station, right? And without gravity, they can make it clearer, better, longer, stronger, 
thing that I can on Earth. Okay. How fucking cool is that? Yeah, but who's going to manufacture it? Well, the space station or whoever the space. You're going to send people up there, and then unless you automate all of this. Yeah, but I mean, think of things bigger than that, mate. Like in the in the industrial revolution, it must have been mental to set up an iPod factory in China because it's all the way over okay. the sea. And now we're okay, just going okay, 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 up. It's straight up. Okay, Wherever you are, have, it's have, straight up. I have so many questions. Thing. The industrial revolution happened in the 18th century and the 19th century. There were no iPods. Number one. But there aren't. This is not. This is my point. All right. Yeah. <laughs> like not even a hundred. 60 years later, mm. we have iPods that are made in other countries. During that industrial revolution, it must be mental to think you can make things in other countries and send them back to you. No, because the industrial revolution happened because of labour. Yeah. Mechanized, sorry, the mechanised labour? Yeah, mechanised labour. This was is all, another industrial revolution. I, I agree off with you. World. I agree with you, but like off-world, you've got to automate it because you can't have a humans living right now and maybe not in 10 years, maybe not 20 years. But it's my future. I get That's it. That's the whole point of this segment. 20 years from now, you still won't have humans living in... Where are you doing this factory on Why the moon? Why is your future living is this in a moon? Fa- is this a moon factory? Oh, yeah. It's like Doctor it's a moon factory. moon factory. No, but maybe... What's, the moon's got nothing. I don't know what the moon's <laughs> So it's going to be a Mars factory then? Mars or further. Or there could be satellites, like these big orbiting factories that just like... Yeah, if you can automate it, I don't think there's a problem with that. But yeah. But humans don't, don't tend to live in... They don't. I mean, sci- like they've tried it, but there's only like scientists up there at the moment, like astronauts and stuff. As as common as a commoner garden like factory worker, a working class hero, as they've gone up yet? No, and I don't think that's going to happen. Well, not immediately. I think it's going to be robots. Rob- robots will do it. But people didn't used to travel internationally to go work in factories either. <laughs> so this is the ultimate form of economic migration. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> Look, I just like the idea of the Earth being like the place where we live, mm-hmm. and we should do all the the awful things elsewhere. You have fun? Yeah. Uh, no, the thing is, your idea is pretty sound. That's not my idea. I read on a thing. Okay, it's a, it's a pretty sound TV idea. Show. I just thought you'd like it. I do like it. It's a sound idea, but I just I just questioned why you came up with it and why you wanted to talk about it. I just thought it had value. It's nice Given, idea. you know, the evidence of previous weeks. Of no, because I thought it was a nice goal. It was a nice idea to something to shoot for in generations' time. And then I read this article about how they're making optic fibers better than they can make on Earth. Mm. I'm like, wow, this idea's got legs. Yeah. No, I agree with you. I don't understand the politics of you this. You agree with me in a... Abstract. That's the end. It's kind of racist. I have one more Q&A question. <laughs> Go on then. Why do mirrors... Why does a mirror image only operate in a horizontal plane? Like when you see like ambulance in the revision mirror, <laughs> like why isn't it also flipped vertically? It only flips horizontally. Uh, uh, do you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like, why is it a mirror image at all? Why don't you just see what you see? <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, I think I misunderstood what you said. Okay, explain to me the They deliberately of- put it... Backwards, so when you're in a car and you look in a rear view... I f- actually, I, f- I hate that. I'm but that's why they've done it. But I'm not an idiot. I know that mirrors huh? reflect shit. I don't need them to write nimbulance to the, so I understand. Oh, look, it's a nimbulance yeah, but it's mirror. just... It, 
they, they, they don't write it on the front of the- It's actually more confusing Because everything else is mirror image <laughs> Except for ambulance <laughs> it's, like, it's, it's, it's about immediate recognition okay, My point is Why doesn't it flip like, vertically As well as horizontally like if, like, in your in your mind, you mean? No, when you see the any word in a mirror, yeah. it's flipped in one direction. Yeah. Why hasn't it flipped? Like, why aren't? Why would it? Why does it flip? Why, why would it? Why aren't people standing on the ceiling in the mirror? Okay. Why would it? Well, you, you accept that a mirror is like left to right is right to left. But why <sighs> isn't top bottom and bottom top? Because it's a mirror image. But, exp- but what you know? Look, you're just saying a mirror image is like you're using. It's literally what you see. No, it's not. It is. It's flipped. No, your eye thinks. Look, your eye is seeing what you're. It's like a, a, a literal representation of what you're seeing, right? And it's flipped because you're. It's on the opposite side of you. I thought it was like with because your eyes are left and right, right, left, and when you see it, like you you get in your right eye, you get the left bouncing and vice versa. But if you like stand like this, or even upside down, it doesn't. It's still the same. <laughs> Are you being serious, there? <laughs> I just want you to explain it to me. It's, you, I, okay, I don't. I don't know. I'm not a biologist. I'm not an ophthalmologist. I presume your eye sees what it sees. Like it doesn't. Um, in terms of you know the real world, it's it's. Okay, what is what is sight? It's about light coming into your eyes, right? And the iris, and the iris takes the things, the information into your brain, and your brain interprets it. Isn't that it, right? Yeah, but then why does so it... So it's, it's a literal representation of what's in front of you, right? So a mirror just reflects what you're seeing. So right. even though it's flipped, you're not upside down now, are you? I'm still confused about mirrors. They deliberately put it back to front because when you're in a car and you see it immediately, you know immediately. It's not. Yeah, no, but like, but the. But, but, <laughs> he knows that. But like anything else, it's like it's it's just going to be like a, a mirror reflection of what you what you see. Right? I want to make a mirror that doesn't have a mirror image. Me and Sarah are going to make loads of money off this. Because <laughs> if you get a mirror and you turn it like that, it doesn't like... Yeah, it doesn't flip the other way. Mirrors are confusing. We, we accept them because they're here and we've always had them, but they're tricky bastards. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, I think that's the end of my statement. <laughs> it was less racist this week, wasn't it? Well, yeah, you tried to make roses, but I didn't buy it. No, you didn't, no. Space manufacturing, that's the future. Off-world, poor off-world. brown people making yeah. stuff. No, the, well, the Mars will not be better off. We're going to mine the shit out of Mars. Like there's no people there, right? Exactly. Yeah. Let's use it. Let's, let's create all okay. kinds of mess on Mars. be a mega genocide. We'll send back iPods. <laughs> <laughs> An iPod which ceased being relevant. Yeah. Since 2007 When Apple invented the It takes Apple four phone. years to get back <laughs> 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 Alright Ben Alright excellent Have fun Yeah Very good Happy Okay Okay last segment Is It's films Brilliant So 
Okay, films I saw recently. Okay, what you got? Weird films. Deadpool 2? Nope. Oh, is the one who did The Lobster? Yeah. Oh, I haven't seen it. <laughs> I want your opinion on this. Well, like, is the content of, like... Like all, like the concept of the film without saying just general weird cinema. I think I, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna call it a genre of weird cinema. So the film I went to what see what else fits into your genre of weird cinema for the listeners who don't know. You okay, know. well let me explain what happened. So I went to see with producer Emma. I went to see the killing of a sacred deer by Yanis Yorgos Yorgos. Fuck, what's his name? Do you want to check that while I? Okay, so anyway, this um, he's a Greek director, mm-hmm. and he. This is his latest film, but the previous one was The Lobster. That was good fun. And the Lobster also stars Colin Farrell, mm-hmm. who is who's actually now reinvented himself as a serious dramatic actor. So yeah, the film Killing of a Sacred Deer. I'm not going to ruin it, but the, the basic gist of the story is it's based on mythology. We've kind of worked out randomly afterwards. Um, Colin Farrell's a cardio surgeon, cardio. What do you call him? Cardiologist. Cardiologist. Um, and he keeps his Irish accent actually. Um, and he he has kind of a relationship with one of his former patient's son, who turns out to be a fucking nutcase. Is it weird? Like the previous one? It's weird. Because so far the story seems quite linear, but do people like turn up with, you know... Well, do I ruin this? Should I ruin it? I mean... mean, If you want us to not ruin the movie, then tune out now. It's nice nice to have you. (laughs) (laughs) Otherwise, we can keep talking about... Okay, I'm not going to ruin it, but basically what happens is... (laughs) is... uh, Colin Brown's a cardiologist... And then his kids start getting really sick for no reason. Paralysis and and it's just very odd. It's an odd film. What makes them sick? Uh, in a broad sense, a curse, isn't it? It's a curse. So it's, mytholo- it's Greek mythology. You're not selling it. I'm not selling it on the base of the story because that's not important. Look, the first, have, you seen, have you seen Lobster, Emma? Right, so the lobster isn't really about lobsters. people turning into lobsters. It's not really about that. It's about the drama within that and the oddness beyond Because I think the guy who's the director, he's very adept at doing odd cinema. So if you watch this film, which me and Emma and have, is the, 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 the dialogue is really weird, right? It's really truncated and people talk to each other in a really matter-of-fact way. The only reason I'm talking about this now is because I've just been dying to talk to someone about this because I've been thinking about it for like a week. Is that good? Because that's what I think good films do is they stay in your head. Yeah. So I was thinking, and I read something about this, is the dialogue, I'm looking at Emma basically, I'm having a conversation. It's transactional. So when these characters talk in this really odd way... It's really transactional. Everything in the film is transactional, right? Okay. Even the even the curse itself is transactional. Yeah. It's on purpose. Everything's on purpose. Nothing is real, obviously, in that film right. because curses don't exist. Is the guy this Swiss Army man, or is that different? 
No, that's a different guy. Yeah. That was I met the guy. I met the director of that. Yeah. Yeah. Super nice guy. Does he fart a lot? He said they they had a debate about internal debate about <laughs> should we, how much farting should we have in it. <laughs> and there's two, actually two directors, and they both wrote it as well. And they said one of them guys said, you know what, let's go full full fart. And the other guy was like. I'm not sure It's a bit childish And then The guy who loves farts One Yeah, yeah That became clear In the final cut <laughs> <laughs> It's good though isn't it I loved it yeah. um, Going back to Killing of a Savior Deer It's Obviously you haven't seen it So it's a bit difficult But like I think right. I'm going to recommend it to people Because It's so Affecting Okay so People who like What movies Suggest some more movies that people have seen. Okay, okay. Well, well, a film like that we've both film. seen, right, recently, A Quiet Place. Mm-hmm. You've seen that, right? Mm-hmm. Now, you can do a lot by doing little. This is the point I'm making. So films good. like A Quiet Place and The Killing of Sacred Deer, nothing happens in A Quiet Place, pretty much. Right? There's no real dialogue. Right? No, A Quiet Place. So it would have been very easy to learn the lines. <laughs> Yeah, but there's no real dialogue, but you can show way more by showing nothing. And I think that's the uh, that was the point I'm trying to make this week in this this week's segment okay. is why don't we have more of these films? Because I think at the moment that we have these films where there's too much exposition, you don't trust the audience. You know, that's that's the point I'm making. Don't trust the audience. Don't trust the audience. No, people don't trust the audience. We should trust the audience. We should trust the audience. <laughs> I mean, it's not like the artists <laughs> where... They trusted the audience way too much. <laughs> do, you want, do you want to tell people about the artist? Has ben? that not already been covered by... No, I don't think it has. Really. Listeners? Do you want to tell people about the artist? Yeah. It's a silent actor. <laughs> yep. And the revealing scene in the end, he... He... <laughs> He he says something to camera, mm-hmm. and the twist is the reason why he is resistant to talkies yep. is because he's f- French. He's French. He's Italian? foreign. Yeah, he's foreign. French, yeah. yeah, and he has an accent and mm-hmm. is nervous. Yeah, I didn't get the French <laughs> part. I thought <laughs> I thought he was deaf. <laughs> yeah. I thought he was <laughs> making hay in, okay. the, in the silent movie industry. Okay. That's, that's, and everyone laughed at me because I thought, that's a great twist. <laughs> 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 I thought that's a really good twist. <laughs> All right. Yeah, so that's, that's embarrassing, but that's, that's what happens. Anyway, so, yeah, I just wanted to bring that up. I don't, do you agree with it? You can say a lot more with little. Well, I have, yeah, I have to see the movie, but... You seen Quiet Place? Yeah, but I mean it was fine. I'm not going to watch it again. Did you? Would you watch it? Did you like it? You didn't like it. So good. How is it on? You know, like the who's that guy who makes all the weird films? The the Malkoviches and oh, uh, um, Spike Jones. Uh, ad- adaptation. Spike Jones. Does he still make movies? Yeah, he, he did. Um, his last two films were Her. Where uh, Joaquin Phoenix falls in love with his AI. High high pants. Yeah, set in Shanghai. Yeah. In the future, we're going to have high waisted pants. Yeah. Actually, that's a brilliant film. Have you seen yeah. it? Isn't it? And the colours are really good. Um, and then the other one he did was Where the Wild Things Are. Actually, that 
that you've not seen that? Her. It's like it's been quite on trend. That's not new now. That's a few years ago. Twenty twenty eleven, maybe? Maybe earlier? I don't know. Twenty a lot of those a long like time colours ago. and things you do see a lot of now. Like future movies tend to be like everyone in grey suits. I I know that they talk to Pantone. Oh right. That's where I've heard. So, yeah, they talk to these companies that Pantone is a big company that does colours and they do it for all the fashion houses and all the industrial design companies. You obviously know that, right? So, um, so I've heard that production companies talk to these companies and say, what would you say is a future colour? And they suggest things. But not like crazy future. Like no, no. Like, like if you say future. 10 years from now, what would we be wearing no. in terms of colours? They would suggest things. They suggest palettes. This is the way the things are going. Because Pantone do two two year forecasts, I think. That's good. I've had enough. Uh, so that's the end of our podcast. Thanks for listening. <laughs> All right. Thanks. Jacket. Potato. Requires. Nice. Episode seven in the bag. <laughs>